Happy New Year, everyone. This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge along with Baloney, Dougie Fresh, and welcoming back the Southside bum, Johnny himself. Hell welcome yeah. Back, Johnny. Looks like you just put on a whole welcome weekend back, bender, my friend. <laughs> I just I just came back from the bar, so. <laughs> welcome back. I uh, had a nice little vacation there. Uh, nice week. You know, you're on sabbatical for a bit. You took your time off. We're happy to have you back. Yeah, by, by the way, I, I love the intro. I can see why you didn't want me to see it in the beginning part of the show, but um, <laughs> thank you for that. But I'm, I'm back. excited. I'm, back. I'm excited to have you yeah. back. We said female listenership is going to skyrocket. I imagine we, we at least have one in the comments, probably, maybe, because we had zero before, except for our wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank God I'm married. Yeah. So, Dougie, you looking good? Like happy 2024. You are on your quote unquote fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. So have you been are you've been going nonstop? Are you on a 24 hour bender, dude? Like what's what's uh, going on? Yeah, I'm kind of taking it easy today. I'm just uh doing some millers for hydration. Uh yesterday was a little rough. Uh I should say into today. Uh I yeah, I think I went to bed around like 4 30 this morning. So and I was going all day from before the Bears game all the way through and yeah, it was levels of drunk and sober and drunk and sober and yeah. So I'm feeling a little rough, but uh we'll muscle through. Yeah, happy to have you guys. Um I unfortunately am on my, my official sabbatical now. <laughs> this is tough, man. Yeah. You're you're dry uh, January. You're you're going dry January up until the twenty seventh, correct? Correct. We're cutting Correct. it short. So that's that's we're gonna round up. It's closest to a month for the watch party. I'll make my triumphant return to drinking, and I'll probably be done after the first tequila shot because it's gonna hit me like a like a sack of bricks. Um, but yeah, I, we went to brunch today. I had uh, I had a couple drinks, and then that was you know you got to cure the hangover, and then that's it. Now it's wait. So you you did have drinks in dry january all right yeah, i don't count. no new year's day brunch doesn't count that still gets roped into <laughs> it's this it's january 1st you might ah, you, 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 might as well, uh, you might as well just drink at this point dry january <laughs> yeah no it's I, it's it was like okay like half a day so um <laughs> sam says jason i unfortunately i cannot go to 108 day i have a uh official chris i have a post christmas party with my family uh, on the Saturday, so I'm I'm kind of bummed, um, but uh, yeah, that would have been hard to to take like a week off and then go to one awake day and then just be like, ah, fuck, I got a drink now. And <laughs> thank you, thank you, Missy. You, you don't count New Year's Day brunch. You don't count. So um, have you have you been doing this like for a long time or just starting like last year? Because I know you did this last year as well too. Yeah, this is like the. Th- Third year I've done it. Um, did third it, or did fourth you, year. You did it once in your old house too. I might have. I might have. Um, just between like Halloween and like Christmas, there's just like so much constant drinking and socializing and going out and parties and this and that. And it's I need to I need to lose some weight and I need to reset the liver a little bit. And so, what better way to do it than the coldness of January? Yeah. I so how was you guys, how was your guys New Year's? I only do it in Smarch. Smarch is when I take off. That's good. That's a good month to do it. How was you guys New Year's? It was fantastic. I just kept on drinking. Like I said, yeah. I, came, <laughs> I just came back. I just came back on the bar from the bar. I smell like cigarettes over here. 
<laughs> you look like a young, you, like a young Burt Reynolds, and 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 I mean that in the most you know, most compliment way possible. No, that, that that's hey. that's high praise. I mean, th- thank yeah. you. I mean, that's I mean that's a big compliment. If you would have said Sammy Elliott, I mean, I think I would have, I would have. Well, you'll, you'll you'll be you'll be there. Musical. You'll be there yeah, in twenty years when you're all gray. Yeah. Just gotta Sam start Elliott. getting the voice down. Yeah, that's a thing. It's like if, if you say Sam Elliott, you gotta have that gravelly voice. And Lord yeah, knows, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'll ever be. There, there, there's nobody gonna be like Sam Elliott. You just gotta start poking like smoking like marble rats long darts forever. Yeah, long darts, yep. Yeah. yeah. No, no filters. Yeah, yeah Dougie, how was your vacation or your uh, New Year's? Uh, it was good. It was good. It was really kind of chill, you know, just made a bunch of different cocktails and then uh, played some games with the fam and yeah, did a little bit of cooking and uh, yeah, it was, it was really, uh, really chill. I, uh, you know, I used to, we used to go out and stuff like that before COVID and try and find something to do and spend a shit ton of money. And then we just realized like we have more fun at home, honestly, weirdly enough, but yeah, it was a good time. How about you guys? I went by my buddy's house, drank some bourbon. He had a beast, as they always do. Um, played some games as well. But then, um, you know what? They they had it's my friends got a whole bunch of kids, and their friends and family got kids too. Um, so after midnight, all the girls were singing. They're all little ones, you know. They're all ten and under. They're all just start rocking out the Taylor Swift belting. I'm like, I can join you. Oh yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a party. Yeah. Taylor Swift after midnight. It was, uh, it was a good time. Um, little hurt was hurting, little hurting this morning, but um, it's a good time. I'm happy that the the year is finally over with it. Get on to some some fun stuff because we got some fun stuff coming up this year, guys. We got a lot of fun stuff, and we're going to talk about some of that stuff in our um, New Year's resolution segment. Um, but before I get into that, I actually told told you about this article I came across. It was. Um, you guys ever been Dougie? I don't know. I know Peter and Johnny have. Have you ever done uh Times Square New Year's Eve? No, no, no. I've you know what? I'd like to pee when I want to pee, and that seems like a, a non issue or an issue. Yeah, because people, so. people line up at like eight in the morning just to stand on the street. And I've, I've actually heard stories of people like wearing like diapers, depends. And, yeah, yeah, people yeah. wear depends just to go over there. Yeah, um, but it's it's free to get down like on the street, but if you want like the VIP experience from like restaurants and stuff and Times Square, it's pretty pricey. So I, I want to came some of these uh, packages that came across um, the lowest one, the most affordable VIP package for is $450 a ticket. Um, and it's at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited breadsticks for 400, 450 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those salad, the free soup and salad and breadsticks. It's not free anymore. It's it's, it's four fifty at the Olive Garden. Imagine it now. Wait, Olive Garden's one thing. Um, if you want to go all out, you can spend eight hundred dollars a ticket, and you can go to Applebee's. In oh time. man, the the I'd rather have the Olive Garden. I'm not gonna say anything bad about Olive Garden. The unlimited breadsticks and the the minestrone soup is damn good. Uh, yeah, the the gap between those two is pretty damn egregious. Right, that is crazy. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, imagine you you get a date for New Year's Eve. Where are we going, baby? Applebee's VIP style, eight hundred <laughs> bucks. 
800 bucks a piece for their new year's eve celebration now there's there's not real they're not saying like what um the whole thing includes if it's like live entertainment and some of these have have it listed um but the applebee's and olive garden don't have that listed um okay. the next price point you can go to bubba gum shrimp company um a thousand dollars a ticket and you get live entertainment party favors a champagne toast and a full buffet in addition to hors d'oeuvres so seems like pretty basic stuff you get for a thousand bucks but if you look at the i actually looked in the map the bubba gum shrimp factory is like bird's eye view of uh of the okay. ball dropping so you're, you're pretty much like close as you can to uh to the ball drop in there i mean you couldn't uh, pay me to go to those places let alone me having to pay a thousand bucks no no way um you can go to the amc theater right there for um three thousand dollars and you can get a couple's private six floor mezzanine package with platinum view terrace access so 1500 a ticket to go to to amc hmm. i guess no. it's better than applebee's no. none of this it's for for one night i mean i just feel like it's just a waste of it's a waste of money it is i mean you're only gonna be there for a couple hours or two just um yeah you could you could go to a, a nice bar a real decent bar you spend like maybe a hundred two hundred dollars for the night for for new year's and all that you'll you'll be fine like i don't need to spend like a thousand dollars or amc theater or something like that it just doesn't make any sense it's, you're just wasting your money yeah if you, i maybe she should be there signing autographs and you know talking about her movie experience that she the, has the, for the queen of amc theaters yeah yeah um the the highest the highest price one, though, for New Year's Eve Times Square, it's the ultimate VIP experience. The Broadway Lounge at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Um, the event covers Prime VIP Couples Package for 12500 12, And you get a table overlooking Times Square, an open bar dinner, and a concert by former Cool in the Gang member Skip Martin. <laughs> Time out. Did you mean to say one thousand two hundred, or did you actually no, say twelve thousand dollars? Twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Fuck out of here. It's sixty sixty two hundred dollars a person. Um, and it's at the, the Broadway Lounge at the Marriott Marquis. Now I don't know what the Broadway Lounge at the at the hotel looks like. Maybe it's you know, Luminati esque I mean, kind of vibes or something, but. I get inflation is one thing, but twelve thousand dollars for cool in the gang? Like you, you <laughs> could see cool in the gang at Ridge Fest or Naperville Fest. That that last part with the cooling gang reminded me of that that Simpsons episode when um Homer and Marge got remarried again, and they part one of the band's members was like one of the Doobie Brothers, the sex <laughs> basically what it sounded like. One of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, one of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you you don't even get the you don't even get. Like cool, you get one of those gang members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So that's the most uh, expensive um, VIP. But I, f I found like that they list like the affordable ones were Olive Garden, Applebee's. Like, like that's. I mean, I'm. I, I don't know how. I guess they maybe fill up or whatever. But I don't think I would spring that. I would just like you said, go to a bar. You know, something open bar package for like a hundred bucks or whatever to or whatever they go for nowadays. I think we used to pay like 125, 150 when we did our New Year's Eve open bar packages. But uh we uh, went to uh we went to a hotel one one time, Jason. Hey, Johnny, you were there too, right? Was it New Year's or was it 
it was, I Halloween. think it was Palmer House. Yeah, we did Palmer uh, House one year, and then somebody died. And uh, like the party. Oh, well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I don't want to make light of the situation, but like the one time we spend money on like a, one of those parties, someone passes away and it's like, all right, party's over. Never, right. never again. Never back again. To, no. Back to Henry's on Roberts Road, we go. <laughs> yeah, I, my hotel party days are over. Uh, but it, you, you, and you're gonna you're gonna talk about it later, Peter, for, for one of your uh, at the end of the show. But the the television for Chicago is horrendous, and we'll so save that for uh, yeah. So Jer Taco Gladiators in the comments saying I could stay home for free. I did that this year, but I, I was regretting that too because I was watching television unlike any television I've ever seen before. And we are gonna get to that, but. It was bad. So I, I might spend the money on the Olive Garden package, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they definitely need All to right. bring back Gian Greco again. We oh, miss Gian Greco. Totally. Yeah, oh. yeah Gian Greco is the best. All right, let's get into some of our bum solutions, bum resolutions for the for the new year. Uh, so last year we did our sports resolutions for like sports teams, what we would like to see. Uh, but we're going to do it a little different. Um, we're gonna still still do a sports one, but uh, it's also we're also gonna throw in a personal one and a content one as well. Congrats, Prez, on making money. That's a great night to drive an Uber if you uh, if you do it. You will Hell clean yeah. house. Yeah, thank yes, you I, I, I did, I did spill baloney's bum of the week. Sorry, sorry for. <laughs> we don't have to say we don't have to say spoil in the business. We call that a tease. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Dougie, I'm going to, I'll let you kick off. Um, what is, what are your three resolutions that you're. All right. So uh, sports wise, um, kind of a, it's kind of a general thing. I'm going to try and not let myself get so aggravated with the shit teams that we have in Chicago. I keep, I keep building myself up every year and, you know, I, I always get let down. So I, that's my personal thing with the sports. Um but I would love to see the Blackhawks solid up their defense because they've been in so many damn games lately, and it is the defense that's failing them. It isn't the goaltending. The goaltending, they can only do so much. Defense, they need to solid that up. New Year's resolution for the Hawks. Um, my personal New Year's resolution, um, and it actually kind of goes coincides with the um, uh, content uh, New Year's resolution as well. Um, so what I'm doing, and I know everybody does this every year, but I'm going to keep myself honest. So my goal this year is from one year to today, I'm going to lose hundred pounds. That is my goal. I'm not going to let anybody stop it. And then also I am betting on myself too. So there's a website where you can put in all of your measurements and everything like that. They got to verify it with a video and then you can literally wager money on yourself losing weight. So I have put $1,200 oh. down. I put $1,200 down that I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. Hold on. So, I want yeah, so to wait. So wait. Yeah. So uh, wait, what happens if you win then? <laughs> so if you win, I forgot what the, uh, the, the actual amount was. It was somewhere around $2,900 or something. You win. Who's um, funding this thing? Who's, who's, who's back rolling this? Well, they, they make tons of money on people giving up on their weight it. loss goals. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, like I was doing the research on it, completely legit and everything like that. Um, they do everything through PayPal. So everything's disputable. They've been doing it for like, I think, five or six years now. So, um, yeah, so that's that is what I'm going to do. Um, and as far as the content part of it goes, I'm going to be doing like a weekly blog thing going through my drinking because I'm still going to drink because yeah. this is going to be a drinker's weight loss you know, thing. So I'm going to go through everything. Everything that I'm eating, drinking, workouts, all that stuff. So it's going to be a whole like little 52 part series. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to uh, keep myself honest. So, uh, so is there, is there a, is there a minimum you actually have to like try to lose? Like I can't just go in and say, I want to lose two pounds and then just not eat for a day. Um, and go into the sauna and I, then call it a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I saw some people doing like small stuff, uh, like 25 pounds and stuff like that, but it all has to do with like your, your body index. So I'm not, not really positive on like, what is the, and they, and they provide the odds. So like you enter your measurements mm-hmm. and then you say what you yeah. want to lose. And then based off those criteria, they give you the odds of, of doing it. Yep. Yeah. And you could either, you can either, um, do like your uh like monthly payments to get to your goal or you can just pay the whole thing right out and uh you know i was like you know there's too many different ways for me to get out of paying the monthly like just canceling my credit card and stuff like that so i just paid the whole 1200 ahead of time so now i'm locked in and i'm not gonna lose man this is like but i am gonna lose such that's such a genius idea for like a business perspective. Like you could just imagine like two guys were sitting around like getting high as fuck. And you're like, you know what we should do? We should <laughs> bet on people losing weight. And they come with this yeah. website and everything. This is a shit that like you, when you hear of it, you're like, man, why didn't I think of that? Cause that, that's just one of like the simplest ideas you could, you could do. Um, and I, I'm guessing it's legal in Illinois. It falls under this falls under yeah. the gambling umbrella. So, Wow. Yeah, because they they do they do have a whole thing to where they were like, if you um, win X amount over a certain thing, you got to do a ten ninety nine and all that shit too. So, um, yeah, so very that's, cool. That's that's a cool cool concept. So yeah, Dougie, up. the bums will be behind you. We'll be supporting Hell you. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you guys. I'll put great. some money on that too. I believe in you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you can guys. we can we throw money on this? Do we get odds yeah. as well? Is like, what's the? Is, could your friends like bet on you or something? Like. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. But uh, yeah, you know. I imagine you probably it's have very, some shady very people motivated. trying to trying to you know do this uh, short sale on it and like kill the odds or whatever. But oh yeah, there we go. It's Sam, so Sam Reeves is going to be the 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 offshore bookie, and we're all going to bet on him. <laughs> He's going to be the asshole. <laughs> He's going to be rooting against you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe slipping bacon into my drink or something. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get to Johnny then. What do you got for your, your tree? You know what? I, I can't even follow up because my personal goal was something of just – I was trying I'm, – I'm, you know I love going to the gym and all that, and I just want to get – I want to get toned down. Like I – you know, I just wanted to – wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I I wanted to get toned down a little bit more because I, I don't like where I'm currently at uh, personally on a, on a personal level working out. But with this whole Dougie thing, I feel like 
you know, no. he, yeah, I can't, but I, I, that's something I want to do. I want, I want to get, um, a little bit more fitter. Um, I want to lose a couple pounds here. So, um, I'm kind of, you know, um, you know, and Doug, I know you're going to kill it. So, um, Thanks, you know, man. I, I, I got your back here. Um, so my sports resolution and Peter's probably not going to like what I'm going to say right now. Cause he always bitches every time I, I, I mention this, but I've never ever been to an Illini game ever in my life. And I've been a huge fan. Um, it's something that, you know, I, the, the basketball team has been something that I've been seeing for years and I want to go to a game. I, I, I want to go to a game. I, I want to, that's something that I've always wanted to do. If I have to pay to go courtside, I will do that just to get the, like the, the experience that I, that I wanted. Um, but, um, that's something I want to do, whether it's going to be this year or it's going to, or either, uh, the, I don't know if they're, they're sold out for, for this year or I'll just go at the end of the year. But, um, I mean, this is something I, I definitely want to go to. So, and then, uh, content resolution, um, uh, I am, uh, definitely going to, um, do some content as well too later this year. Um, it does also have to do something with drinking as well too. So, um, so, you know, stay tuned with that. I don't want to give too much details on it. It's, it's, you know, kind of in a work in progress, but, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to have something coming up here, hopefully in the next month or so. So, all right, cool. Yeah. Peter, what you got? All right. So some sports resolutions are bigger than others. Um, last year, I went to exactly zero Chicago fire games. And if I'm going to sit here and bum of the week um, every other week, I think I got to go to more fire games. So my goal is to go to one Chicago fire game this year. <laughs> um, I'm still going to, I, I haven't missed, all starts I, with baby steps. I still watch a lot. You guys know how much I hate soldier field. I hate going to soldier field. I hate getting there. Um, but I'm going to make it a point to go to more soccer games. I went to zero last year. I'm going to go to one this year. I still watch all the games, but if I'm going to complain, at least I can complain live too. So that's my, uh, that's my sports one. My content one. Um, a lot of people are in the comments and, and you guys seen it. We do the whiskeys at Comiskey's. I've done probably three different times where i've filmed like man on the street videos in lot b and they've never been posted one either like audio was off or like something happened with my phone this and the and those are fun videos those are easy videos that you could just pop on instagram or youtube shorts or tiktok and different things and and a lot of people i've already interviewed and and it's it's a lot of fun so my content resolution is when we're doing whiskey at Comiskey's, I want to be doing more man on the street type of videos. I, I like doing them. I think they're fun, but I got to upload them. I got to figure out the audio situation. I got to figure all that out. So that's my, uh, that's my content. And then personal, I talked to Julie about this earlier. Um, so we, you asked me when the uh, 108 guys started their 108 weight loss and Dougie and I were really, committed to that last year but like things happen and you know you mm -hmm. fall off the wagon and you kind of balloon back up um i was at the marathon and i was really really inspired when my sister and my cousin's husband a bunch of other people and we've always been in a family of running i've ran half marathons so i'm wearing the shirt they're helping me out um and it's not official so i don't want to like say i'm running the chicago marathon because that's hard to get into but i got people helping me out with a entry um so the goal is to run the chicago marathon this year i've got a game plan oh, i've shit. got the okay. i've i've got the uh the right people in my corner it's something i've always wanted to do when i went there this year i said 
if I don't do it soon, I might not ever do it. We're pushing 40. I've had two knee surgeries. So I know it's going to be an uphill battle, but it's something I know I can do and I want to do. So that's the goal. That's uh, running the marathon this year. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, now my, I should have let you close out because now mine fucking seem like shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not promising any marathons. My personal one here, and I'm not going to say that I'm going to buy make, less bourbon. Make 12 three-pointers and we're all happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say here I'm gonna say oh I'm gonna buy less bourbon or I'm gonna go to the gym more. I'm probably most likely going to go to the gym the same amount of times I've been going now, and that's maybe once a week, once every two weeks. So I need I do need to increase that, but I'm not gonna sit there and say that's my goal. My personal resolution is to actually stretch more because <laughs> at 40 at 41 years old, man, you need to stretch every day, man. Like I especially after a night of drinking or something like you waking up and everything's just tight and it hurts and you feel like just a big old blob. And like, I, I, I need to stretch more, man. Like it's, that's, that is, um, that's a bitch when and it's only, I know it's only going to get worse than when, uh, the older I get, I mean, stretching yeah. is key, man. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely need to do that. Um, my, my sports. Oh, and you know what? I'm going to give another, I'm going to give another personal one. I think I, I think I'm gonna try to be a, a little more uh, savage on on the on the twitters. Oh, you know, and, great! As as if we needed more smoke. <laughs> you know, it, I like you, how you're going you, opposite way. So we're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get canceled soon. Yeah. You know, you you, you see like on a Friday or something, beefs like, oh, I'm coming in to be an absolute menace. You know, for on twitters we get. And, you know, I, I don't want to get to the level of Sammy Davis Jr. I don't want to be universally hated by everyone on Twitter, but I feel like maybe something's a little too nice to the people. And, you know, I, I need to I need to clap back a little harder <laughs> sometimes. So um, I might have to I might have to bust out and just be a little just be a little more savage. Do you think you can um, do the splits in lot B like by the end of September for our last whiskey at Comiskey? No, not not a chance. I haven't been able to do the splits when even when I was young and skinny and played every sport. Hey. All right, good question. You know what? Can you can you currently touch your toes? Like when you stretch down? Well, you don't have to show us, but okay. He's gonna like, hit his head on the table. Without bending the knees? Yeah, like, no bending the knees. Just try to touch your toes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Damn, you are. I mean, you got like uh that's tight. That means that's tight. Yeah, I got down to maybe like the the bottom of my shin. It's it definitely not getting to the toes. Yeah, but that's something sneaky. It's fun fun fact about your boy Baloney. He's sneaky bendy. Sneaky, sneaky flexible. Even at even at the heaviest I've been, I could still like uh, touch my toes and do like uh, like all of those fun things. Hey, you um, know what we could do for lot B splits? Banana splits by the end of the year. We could do banana splits. <laughs> make those bad boys up for the tailgate. No, I thought we were gonna do the whole uh, the Buffalo yeah. build. We're gonna one up those those fans with the with the firing fire tables and all that. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that's yeah, something. Weekend was pretty. Um, my my sports take is, you know, when I was listening to to one wait last week, you know, and and beef and crazy we're you know saying that when we do the stuff we, we we give them meathead takes and everything like that you know I, I think i need to go back into like the stats you know breakdown of of stuff because i used to i, I used to I'm not, I'm not saying i want to be like one of those war guys and i don't want to just pump out <laughs> stats 
But I used to know like what guys were doing. Like I used to follow mo- their stats more closely. And I'm never going to be like that analytics war guy, you know, and all that stuff. But I don't want to go like full meatball, full meathead on take, even though I do love that do- doing that sometimes, especially when it's on Jerry. But I think I'm going to start just paying a little more attention to the numbers. I not, like not not crazy, but just a little bit more. I like I like how you just said one of those war guys. It's almost like the guy uh, Doug. You're almost wearing one of the hats. Yeah. <laughs> 48 hour bender USS black. Yeah. Like really you know what? Just, just wait until the players are semi good before you start looking at their stats. Cause that's only going to depress you even more. That's true. Um, my content one, it's, it's, it's kind of like a multifacet for my content here. Cause like number one, I'll, I'll, I'll spoil, I'll do a little teaser. We are actually going to be filming this potentially this weekend, the HBI three content. We we potentially have a a venue in the works, multiple racks. It it, it might go down <laughs> this weekend. I'm hoping that everything comes to fruition and we can get it all done. What we what we should be saying is that it's happening. Things are in the books. We have the venue. We have everything. Yeah, like like the three point racks, a scoreboard. We have p- multiple people volunteering to be cameramen and ball boys and all different things. So whether or not it happens this weekend, it's happening. So I hope yes. you've been hitting the gym. I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta make sure I don't embarrass myself. So the, the content one is going to be if I can make more three-pointers than the Bulls did on opening day where they shot 40, 42, and only made 12. Um, so I'm going to take like 40, between 40, 45 shots and see if I can make more than 12. So that's my that's my goal. I want to do more. I want to do more of those like videos. I'm definitely going to be pumping out more content now that the bar is built. I want to do um, like drinking with HBICs. I'll teach you how to make a cocktail, like classic cocktails and stuff like that. Um, do more with the bourbon content, like doing blind tastings. Um, and one of the things too is like I, you know, I like how we did it with. When we got the Cubs, we got, you know, John and Mike doing the Cubs podcast. I want to, I want to, you know, tighten up our, our content as well, because I feel like, like my wife says a lot, we have a identity crisis at times. Are we bourbon bums? Are we sports? Are we this, are we that? We're, yeah, we're all the above. So I think, I think we need to tighten that up. And I think, you know, doing like a separate, like, like you said, Peter, doing a separate Bears podcast on this for the show, doing a separate Hawks podcast, you know, just keep it, just keep them smaller, segmented, you know, and then we can come on the bunkcast and just talk complete utter nonsense. I think tightening up our, our game is going to be a good goal for, um, for 2024. And I told you guys, I had an idea for a show I wanted to do, you know, and I don't. I don't want to re- now we're, tease it. We're, just- are we just giving out all the secrets now, Jason? No, 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 no. no. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not with one this. idea. One idea is all we needed. I'm not going to give out this one, but um, but yeah, I think that's from the content game. That's one of my things I want to do is just get the get the get the Chicago sports bums a little more greased and organized. So <laughs> we're, my- we're getting the bums greased, and you're stretching. I don't know what's happening yeah. in 2024. Tons of oh, we're gonna we're gonna lube it up and ease it in like a gentleman. All right. So be ready for as as uh, as Taco Gladier would say. Oh, great, more bum content. <laughs> that was love that. Love I that. said it, uh, Jera. We're my twenty twenty four goal is to make Jera full time bum. Yeah, whether he likes to or not. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. So uh, that's our resolutions. Um, before we get down and break down some viral videos from Peter uh, this week, we're going to talk a little Bears because uh, Bears were on fire yesterday, guys. Um, officially eliminated from the playoffs, but they did go out swinging. We, there was a slim chance there uh, at the end, but uh, they took care of what they needed to do, but other they didn't get the help they needed. Uh, but um, – Atlanta came in and they just got the you know, most part stomped on. Uh, it great to see Justin Fields like making throws. I think the the Caleb Williams Drake May talk is officially over with and done. I mean, uh, it's unless, it? but that's polls. That's polls and Kevin Warren what they decide to do. Yeah, but I think from Bears fans' perspectives, I think majority of them are on keeping Justin Fields. And after that game, Peter, I think you were flip flopping a bit. I want to get your guys' take on on the first. But I don't want to. We don't need to necessarily break down the the game or anything. But the post the post game ramifications seem pretty big. But after getting locked up, are you guys officially on the keep Justin Fields bandwagon? I am, and I said, I am, and I'm I'm sticking to keeping Justin Fields up until next week. I need to see it from Justin. I need him to get back that victory that the, the the Packers. I mean, the Packers laid it on us opening day. I want to see, you know, an all-out victory. If, if they if they lay an egg this week and they get blown out by twenty, how good are we going to feel about Justin Fields going into the next year? Right. It, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna feel shitty. So yeah, I'm in. I'm all in on Justin Fields. I just need this little last you know cherry on top of the Sunday. I, he's been awesome. Last week was probably the most well balanced that offense looked in a long time. Herbert was running. Mooney, Robert Tonyan was playing well because Cole Komet couldn't go out for passes. Like, but they were all you know in sync in unison, and it, a lot a lot had to do because Justin Fields was in rhythm, and Justin Fields was throwing dimes. Even stuff that were incomplete passes were weren't necessarily his fault. He was putting it on the numbers in the hands. And he was running. It was like it was a perfect Justin Fields game. I just need to see it one more time to bookend the year. I, I want you to go out there and ruin Green Bay's Sunday. Um, and that's all I'm asking. Because if they go out, they you know put up 37 points like they did last week and they beat Green Bay, we're going into next season guns a blazing. We're feeling good. Justin's our guy, you know. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. and, and go from there. But if they lose, it's going to be a black cloud. It's going to be a black cloud hanging over us again. So that's all I'm asking. I'm, it's not asking much. I mean, it is because we never beat the Packers, but you have to beat the Packers this week. Yeah, this would definitely yeah. be a cherry on top. What, you know, obviously, I, I'm, I was never sold with Caleb Williams or, or any of the quarterbacks that are coming out. Um, I mean, to me, I feel like it's a no brainer to to continue keeping fields on there. Yes. I know he's not flashy with, with, with passing and all that or reading defenses well, or he does miss some of the wide receivers, you know, that, that are open. I get that. I mean, it's still working. I know like after like three years now, that's like, you know, the work in progress thing is like thrown out, you know, the window. Um, but I agree. I mean, you know, with, with this Bears Packers um, game coming up, it, it's it's a lot for the Packers right now. I mean, they're 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 still in the hunt to go into the playoffs. If the Bears can knock them out, um, would be fucking great, um, great for for all of us. Um, but I, you know, I think another thing too is that um, 
you know, it's gutsy, you know, it's gutsy. It's, it's a play calling as well too. Like you can't uh, put everything on, on fields. Like I explained, you know, a little goal a little while ago about like, you know, his flaws, but Getsy is like another thing too, is like, he's very conservative with, with his play calling. Um, those screen passes are fucking ridiculous. I don't know why he continues to do that over and over again when they clearly don't fucking work. Um, but <clears throat> It, it that, that's another thing too, like the game planning, like the defense is playing a lot better. That defense from week one to where it's now, it's one of the top, what like a top ten defense right now. Um, especially that that pass rush as well too with with, my, uh, with, with sweat. Um, so it's I feel it's it's definitely going to be a, di- a different um game versus week one's different Bears team. Bears are are four two in the last six games, so they they've been playing really well as well too. Um, and they should have won those other two games when it was uh Cleveland, like when they were close, when they were literally winning and they 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 lost Great, it. Cleveland. So yeah, so I mean they and those are two top good teams as well too. So. Um, they could easily win that game. Obviously, the play calling, you know, went to shit and, you know, whatever the case. But I feel like the Bears are going to win. They're going to go to Lambeau. Um, th- it's a different team. It's a revenge game. Um, but as far as fields, I I, I say keep them. Um, I mean, what else is out there, like, other than, like, getting somebody in the draft? You can still draft a quarterback in the later round, see if there's anybody else is out there. Um, and it depends on what they do with, with the draft as well, too. Are you going to trade down? Um, what are you going to do with, with that pick? You don't necessarily have to have that number one pick. You could, you know, get a nice little haul with it as well, too. Um, you know, the, Jake, Jacob Infante was talking about, you know, trading down to Washington um, to switch and get, give Washington the number one pick, and they could get maybe a 2025 a first-round pick. Bears could still get Marvin Harrison. And then who knows? You know, obviously, if the, I don't know where they're going to fall in, in in the draft with the Bears' actual pick, um, if they're going to be like a top uh, 10 pick as well, too, or they're going to fall a little bit. You know, that's another thing. So, um, but, man, I, 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 I got to go with Fields right now, man. I, I don't think there's any other, like – you know, any other quarterback out there that you, you, you can get, or you could trade um, if they, unless the bears do something like, you know, what Detroit did and, and trade for like a golf or something like that, or something along those lines. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that because just because the way that they're set up right now, you don't want to give draft picks or you want to do anything else. Like they're going to be in a good position with the amount of money that they have going into next year. They're going to have a lot of money going into next year and a lot of draft capital. So I say, keep them. I agree. We'll talk about the drafting in a second, but go ahead, Doug. No, no, I was absolutely, I couldn't agree with you guys more. Um, As I was saying, like two, three weeks ago or whatever, Justin Fields might not be that dude right now, but he's our dude. And I think he's, I, I would hate to find, I would hate to find ourselves go into a situation where basically we're trading a Justin Fields for a Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? And and we're just going backwards laterally with this. Um, I'd really, really like to just see them progress forward with him. I mean, that one play that he made or whatever, where he had like five guys tackle him and then he got out for positive yards. I mean, dude, those are those flashes that like, He's got it in him, you know, like, and, and that's just what we're going to need to see more. You know, the offensive line yesterday was giving me the biggest bear downer. And uh, it, it was unbelievable the way those dudes were blocking and giving him a pocket and everything like that. I mean, if we can get more big guys surrounding him and giving him a little bit more time, I mean, we saw it yesterday. So, um, yeah, I, I say we stick with him. You know, we know what we have. You know, you know, the bad part is, is we know what we have with the offensive coordinator. You know, I mean, he's I, I'm still 
hoping that even with a Bears win next week, he's still gone. You know, that would be great. You know, but I mean, I think a Bears win saves his job. So I'm kind of as much as I want Green Bay to lose and I want the Bears to win. I don't know if I can deal with another year of Getsy, man. So that, yeah, that's a great question. And that's something we had talked about after the Detroit game where they, you know, like fumble it and let it slip out of their hands. But we talked about yeah. the, the, the record of the opposing teams at the end of the year. It was pretty easy. And it was a possibility that the way the defense was playing, Eberflus keeps, keeps his job. And now the way Justin Fields is playing, maybe Luke Getze keeps his job, which is, that would be worst case scenario. I think I've made yeah. peace with the fact that Eberflus is returning. And as long as that mm-hmm. defense is playing the way it is, I'm okay with that. I don't like some of his in-game things, and I don't like how they get, you know, conservative at the third and fourth quarters when they're hanging out the leads. And I don't like a lot of the post-game pressers with Eberflus. But his main job is to get the defense flying around. And if the defense is flying around and playing like a top 10 defense, like Johnny said, they're one of the top three uh, defenses against the rush. Nobody could run the ball against the Bears this year. And now that we have a pass rush, you know, now – you know, all the uh, the cornerbacks and the safeties and, and the linebackers, they're all flying around because we have a pass rush. So I'm, I've am i kind of made peace with the fact that Eberflus is returning. But, yeah, Luke Getzey is the problem. And the thing is, like, I'll ask you, Jay, if they come out and they beat the Packers and they play well and they say we're running it back, do you think running it back the way they, they have momentum now after – they've been really good after the 0-4 start or, you know, fairly good after the 0-4 start. Um, do you think it's best-case scenario to keep Getsy with another year of Justin Fields or it's still get rid of him? No, I, I'm still getting rid of him. Dude, like I, I had that tweet yesterday where as soon as Atlanta's hit the, the 70, 80-yard touchdown on the on the screen pass, that Getsy was going to run every single fucking screen pass to try to – show him that he knows how to do it as well. And the very ne- fucking next play at the Bears ran, screen pass that went nowhere. And the, like, the guy can't help himself with the fucking screen passes. And the fact that we just – he just got shown how a screen pass can be done properly and he can't figure it out. Like, no, I, I don't want him back. Like, he he's he, he needs – he gets in his way too much. And I think if you bring in someone a little more offensive-minded – who can be more aggressive and, and push the ball down the field because they still can't do shit on, on short on like third and one fourth and one. They, they have like no good plays for that. It's too many screen pass. It's too conservative. Yes. If they beat green Bay, I, I, okay. Yeah. Flus is coming back. There's the rumors that from that he's coming back, especially the report from Ian Rappaport. Um, so fine. It is what it is. I don't like it. I hope it's still, Kevin Warren still changes his mind, but at minimum, gets he's got to go. Uh, Justin Fields needs someone more offensive-minded and a system that's probably more tailored to his his needs than Getsy's trying to force-feed his system on Justin. Um, but I I, I want to like get your guys' thoughts, you know, before we we move on. Like the Bears got the number one pick, and it's basically going to be Washington and New England now, like just trying to battle each other to, to who can take that first pick. Cause obviously if the bears keep Justin, which isn't confirmed yet, but let's hypothetically say that's the way they're going. It's going to be a battle. Who wants to, who wants to take it? Washington can needs to go up one spot. Uh, New England needs to jump up two. They're both probably going to draft a quarterback. And if we can leverage that in a bidding war, 
and we can still get a top three pick that we use on Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm fucking 100% down that. That, that. that tweet, Johnny, you were referencing from Jacob Infante, like that one is like just, that's Bears porn right there. That's just fucking just come everywhere. Like I would, I would immensely love that trade, especially if we can get that second round pick back from Washington and we have a first and second, top, top of the first, top of the second, like, oh man, that's going to be fucking <laughs> sweet, you know? So, uh, but yeah, I want you guys to take like, what do you think is like the, is Jacob Infante's scenario, is that best case scenario best for case. Bears or is, or is there something else you would like to see? I think that's best case scenario. I, I think we've all been on the, it's almost like the draft day, the Vontae Mac, no matter what. I'm I'm all in on the Marvin Harrison Jr. no matter what. Because we saw, I mean, granted, the Falcons are what, seven and nine, but they're not a very good team. They're a flawed team. But we saw how good Justin Fields and everyone else could be. Um, they could have scored five touchdowns if they had better receivers. You had Scott drop a couple balls. They had everyone else besides DJ Moore, you know, kind of laying an egg. Um, mm-hmm. They just need better wide receivers. And Marvin Harrison Jr., like we've talked about, is could possibly be a generational tenant. Now, granted, I, I you know, Luke and everyone else that follows college football closely keep saying how this is a very, very wide receiver heavy draft. So I'm at the point where it's like, it, I trust polls. It, it, it in polls. We trust. He got us to this point. He's got, you know, the, he's got, he's got, he's got a tough decision going on, but I think I trust polls with whatever it is. I'm in on Marvin Harrison jr. I want him no matter what. But, um, I mean, if they trade down, even if the – dude, the CBS guys were talking like crazy about how Atlanta is – you know, Justin Fields is from the area and Atlanta really likes mm-hmm. Justin Fields. If you're able to trade, like, you know, you get a crazy haul for Justin Fields, which I don't think is, you know, possible. But, yeah, but owners and GMs are dumb in this league. Uh, if Atlanta gives you, you know, everything and everything you ask for and more – then it's like, all right, then let's figure it out with Kayla Williams or Drake May. But um, but no, I, I trust I trust polls with whatever he does at this point. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, especially like the draft picks that um you know he got last year with you know Darnell Wright, um, Tyreek Stevenson, Roshan Johnson as well, too. Um, he had a first good year as far as as drafting players. So I have that. Um, confidence that he can draft very well um, with the pieces that with, with the draft picks that he has. Um, you know the whole trading, the whole trading with with Atlanta uh, thing. I, yeah, I heard that too. Um, it would have to be so, it, here. It would have to be something that a Mike Dicka Williams type of thing where they went absolutely crazy and just gave all these draft picks to um, who was it like Miami or or what was that trade like with the Saints and, the and Miami? Saints. Yeah. You know Same. what I'm talking about, right? They would just yeah, get yeah. like a ridiculous amount of draft picks. So I don't think that's going to happen. I, th- I think Poles is a smart guy to, you know, keep Justin Fields as well, too. Um, also in- included in that trade for- from last year, too, was G- DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore has been like, you know, imagine like DJ Moore and B- Marvin Harrison Jr. 
I mean that. Yes. I mean I that's. Do imagine. With, I imagine. With Justin, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean we got a good running back core like to begin with Khalil uh, with Herbert and 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 Johnson. Um, I just like how this is developing now. What what you get after that? Let's just say the scenario where we get um, we do trade with Washington and we get that third pick. We get Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, if we still have like a top ten pick, um, I've been hearing uh, edge rushers uh, for, for the Bears as well too. There's, that's another thing that they could possibly get as well too, or somebody in the old offensive line as well too. We definitely need help on the old line. You know, obviously I Lucas love James. Yeah, I mean you need you need a center. So obviously, yeah, you need you need you need help on the other side. Darnell Wright, it's been uh, advertised as just as how you know yeah. they were t- t- saying uh, to us last year. He's a great offensive lineman, Tevin Jenkins. I hope he just stays healthy because he's another guy that I absolutely love as well too. Uh, but we do need help on some some other like pieces that you know I think will help um, get this get this Bears team to the next level. And like I said, if we if we could get a nice little haul for for that number one pick, um, obviously I know Poles is smart enough. You know he he basically. Um, that whole Carolina trade was fucking incredible. Cause I mean, look at how it yeah. turned out. It turned out more than what we expected and it's fucking great. So um, I just think that, you know, I have confidence more than enough confidence with polls um, than with pace uh, when he was around. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to um, what he does because I, I think he, he does have the confidence. He does have the balls uh, to, to, to make those right decisions to get us to the, to this point. And right now the bears are playing very well. Obviously, let's beat the Packers uh, this Sunday. Um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the draft, man. I, I've been so excited. I can't believe the Bears got a number one pick back to back years. It's, it's crazy, insane. And we and it's it's something to look forward to with, with this Bears. Like, I mean, we're fucking nutting right now because the, the the possibilities are endless. Yeah, I fucking said it. So what? I'm back. Shut up. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just so excited for this Bears Bears team, this Bears organization, and I can't believe I fucking say this. Maybe it's this E. H. Taylor that I'm fucking drinking that I'm now start buzzing over here. Really? But um, I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm just ready to be like bear down, motherfuckers. Let's just go. <laughs> That's awesome. I my whole thing is I don't see another team uh, like following the footsteps of what Carolina did. Uh, you know, Carolina shot themselves in the foot. Obviously, you know, they're I, I just don't see another team doing that. Um, maybe they will, you know, but you know, they gave away the house and they still sucked. And now now they don't even have the first round the first one one pick that they deserve because they sucked that bad, you know. So I don't know. I just I don't want to pass up Marvin Harrison Jr. If if we go past him, I'm gonna be really sad. You know, like everybody's saying generational talent, everybody sees it. If we don't get them, I'm going to be pretty upset, but I'll trust the process. The other thing is, is, you know, we used to, you know, preach in Han we trust too. So we got to be careful with uh, who we, who we're trusting. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a great. Yeah. I think, I think you can't trade with anyone other, but Washington, New England, because I think Arizona takes Harrison Mm -hmm. No doubt. Yeah. No yeah. brainer. If, Immediately. If he's there. They got Kyler Murray. He's not going anywhere. Just signed that big, big extension. It, it, you can't say like, well, the Giants are going to move up and give us a boatload. No, Arizona's not passing on Harrison Jr. I can, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. put hardcore money on that. Like, yeah. so it's got to be with Washington and, and New England. And I would yeah. be more confident trading with the number two than I would be at number three. So mm-hmm. here's another thing, too, that, 
uh, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, Jason. Here's another no, thing too that I was uh, thinking about. You know, ever since like you know, I can't think of his, that defensive corner that got that got let go because all that shit that was going on this year. But Iberflus, oh, yeah, Iberflus changed right, that yeah. defense. Yeah, Iberflus changed that defense. Do do you think that the Bears are going to consider bringing a different defensive corner in, uh, defensive coordinator in um, next year, or they're going to just have Iberflus just continue doing what he's doing? No, they'll bring someone. They will. I think they'll bring someone in, but I think. I think I think they'll bring someone in, but they'll have Ibrafus will still be calling the defense. Yeah, I think he'll he be would. more of an assistant than he would. I hope so because he's got to be hands on. It, it it's shown that like he could call the defense. And granted, a lot of it had to do with Montez Sweat showing up and you know balling out. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, if they do hire a defensive coordinator like you mentioned, Jason, it will be more in in name only. He's got to be uh, he's got to be hands on with it. Yeah. All right, last game of the season, and then we move on to the playoffs. But uh, next week's going to be interesting. Let's. Uh, Are we all? Do we all think they win this next week? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yep. All right. Fuck Jordan Love. Yeah. So. All right. Um, let's play a little ad before we move on to our next segment here. Uh, let's go. Are you tired of getting the same old bourbon sitting on the shelf, looking for something to impress your bourbon friends with? Then head over to Green Valley Wine and Spirits in Bolingbrook and grab one of our single-barrel bourbon bum store picks. We've got a nine-year Knob Creek bourbon, an eight-year Knob Creek rye whiskey, and our ever-popular Nulu Toasted Weeded. That's right, Toasted Weeded. So head out to Green Valley Wine and Spirits or message one of the bums. But hurry, because once these bottles go, they're gone forever. Become a bourbon bum today. I like that music. And... I know it's yeah. sexy. Um, and don't forget, as we mentioned before, we got um, a Maker's Mark pick coming out very soon, next next few weeks, uh, maybe end of this month, maybe sometime in February, like close to February. But uh, we this Maker's Mark pick is going to be, uh, Peter, you said it's a candy bomb. It's Snicker. It's it's like Snickers. Uh, yeah. We tried to make it as close to uh, BRTO2 as humanly possible. This was my favorite whiskey last year. And we, we went to the Maker's Rep and said, just get us as close to this as we can. And we, we did. Yeah. So very excited about this. Uh, it, I, I can't wait to, like, once we get it, have our bottle open up, taste it blind, and see how how close we get to, to the BRTO2. I'm excited to take it to the opening day whiskey at Comiskey. I swear to it's going to knock people's socks off. Yeah. No yeah. pun intended. Eh, maybe. Maybe pun intended. All right, Peter, uh, you're up. Let's get some viral videos going. Yeah, so we said we're going to do this like once a month. It's been a crazy week or so uh, with the viral videos, mostly to do because of the New Year's and all of the shenanigans. Uh, so the first one is someone as like, you know, Chicagoans. We talked about it earlier in the show. Uh, Johnny, you tweeted about it earlier. ABC and NBC5 Chicago, they, uh, they were in a battle to see who could out like out mid each other and no one was more mid than billy corgan ice and fun like mice no mice oh that's nice can i can i say 
everybody shit on me when I said the Smashing Pumpkins suck. Billy Corgan no, no, sucks. No, 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 no. He no, sucks. No, 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 no. Let's, no, let's not go there. I, and I said this too. I, I said that in, in one of the tweets. I said, what the fuck is this? I didn't even see what happened until I saw it this morning. Um, I, I know that's, I know Billy Corgan has been a fan of the Bozo show. He grew up with it. He was actually on their last show as well, too. This is why, you know, I think, I don't know what he was thinking, um, but he was on the last show of the Bozo show. Um, that was a bad look. I mean, you could see even in the crowd as well, too. They had no idea what the <laughs> fuck was going on. You had to get me that fucking drunk. To, well, I, actually, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like anything. Drunk or sober, that was terrible. I have no idea what Billy was thinking on that, though. It but wasn't even that. But don't, don't, don't bash the Smashing Pumpkin, okay? <laughs> Leave that shit out of there. It was a Billy <laughs> thing, not the Smashing Pumpkin. CB44 is in your corner, Dougie. He, he says I, Smashing Pumpkin suck. I'm a Pumpkins fan. One of my first CDs were was Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. I got it for Christmas, and then one of the songs was was called uh, "Fuck You," and my dad got mad at me and took it away. So <laughs> I ended up getting it back. Imagine spending all that money for the ABC show, and then you get fucking a fake Wizzo and Billy Corgan's whatever singing whatever the fuck that was. Like oh I would be God. pissed off. I'd be like. God damn! Like I'm, I'm never supporting this again. I wonder how I much. Would, pay, yeah, I wonder how much to pay for that ticket. So that was at yeah. like a jazz bar in Melrose Park. They had it wasn't only that video. He also did like uh, summertime, the song summertime, like summertime and the living's easy. It was the mm-hmm. worst cover I had ever seen in my life. And I'm a, I'm a Smashing Pumpkins fan, but that show last night was brutal. Like. Obviously, you know, you spend, you know, New Year's with friends and family. So we went over to my parents' house and we had the kids and Julie and everything. So you can't go crazy. So we pop on Channel 7, Channel 5. Those, I mean, I almost want to sue them. We got to do some sort of clash (laughs) action, lawsuit or something. The bad part was... You know what we need to do? Sorry, Dougie. What we need to do is like, do like a whole Wayne's World, like on public access television and have our own new year's eve show hold on time out we talked about new year's resolution i thought about that i was like if we just live stream a new year's show it's much better than than like whatever that was on channel seven and channel five yeah i was just gonna say they kept panning the worst thing that they did was panning over to the crowd because even the crowd was like looking at like strangers were looking at each other like what the fuck are we listening to you know like and Every so often, you'd see, like, when it first started, a bunch of cell phones up, and then towards the end, it was just, like, one <laughs> random person. <laughs> like, everybody else was like, I ain't fucking recording this shit. Uh, yeah. It was it yeah. was sad. Fucking so, Wizzo, the real the real Wizzo's rolling in his grave after watching that shit yesterday. That's what I, I said. Wait, we, I want to rec- I want to recreate yeah. that video with Johnny as Wizzo. Give us no, a, a little trust as Wizzo. Give us a doobie doobie do. <laughs> I can't. I'm drinking right now. I like if <laughs> if. So I mean, if we're the bozo of the clown show, you would be the obvious Wizzo. I th- I think Dougie would make a perfect cookie. Jason, you're I, I think you're you're bozo the clown, and then I would be Professor Andy. Print the shirt, John. Print the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got next, Peter? All right, so we're keeping with the New Year's in Chicago theme. And this was a video that went viral last week, but I didn't play that video. 
it's a different if it's a different group of people, but the hot tub in the Chicago River is back. So I want to I want you guys to see the video and then we'll talk about it. I didn't play the other one. I don't want to get canceled, but we all know. We all saw it. There's a bunch of people. Shout out Artie Gumball. People people thought he was on the Chicago it's River me. doing work. So look up that it, video it, if, you if want. it wasn't him, it's a very close doppelganger to him because that that was strikingly similar to, to Team Gumball. And, that, and it's something that he would probably 100% do. Uh, but now this is the second time we've seen the Chicago River hot tub. This must be a thing now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a whole company that you can take the that up and down the river. So I don't want to give other people ideas. We talked about content, but a shout out the one away guys. They gave us a really good idea with Yumper and, and we might be thinking about that. So I'm going to give one back. You got to have on a Sunday soak on location in the Chicago River, right? That's that <laughs> yeah. only makes sense. Hell yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, get, if you're easy, if you're still if you're still listening, write that down. Sunday soak on the Chicago River. Yeah, and if you didn't see the other video, look it up because I can't play it on the YouTubes. We're trying to get monetized <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been making some very good go- gains with our monetization. We are. So, uh, yeah. we appreciate everyone who's been watching the content. So go back a year ago and rewatch everything. Help us out. <laughs> the uh, the next one, it's uh, again from uh, New Year's Day. This is uh, Paul Bissonnette. Um, the the Winter Classic was this uh, this afternoon. And this is him getting into a fight with a mascot. And I want to talk about someone that got into a fight with a mascot previously. Stay away from me, buddy. Don't hide my Gretz. Stay away from me. Have you not seen Gretz yeah, fight? my muscle now. <laughs> you you stay, stay away Gretz. from me. <laughs> I only clipped that video on purpose. We've talked about it on, on an earlier bumcast, but I, I'd like to talk about it. Um, because now that we are more of the hashtag puck bums and we're doing the Blackhawks watch party, we kind of have to make amends. And for those that don't know, Johnny and Tommy Hawk have an ongoing long-standing rivalry where we were at the concourse of a Blackhawks game and he did the classic beak of Johnny and bit his face basically clean off. And Johnny was basically like Paul Bissonnette and wanted to fight him. So, Johnny, would you be willing to make amends with Tommy Hawk? I mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely have to talk. We, our, our team has to go with their team. We got to exchange emails. I mean, it has to be something. It has to be right. You know, that guy, he was trying to embarrass me at that one time. And, you know, I, I just I, – I, I, I couldn't deal with it. And he was trying to, he was trying to be fun. He was trying to impress the girls. He was trying to do everything he could. And, and just <laughs> now I'll make amends. You know, the Hawks are doing better. They're, they're going to be better. They're going to be better in the next, in, in the next couple of years. So um, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. It was, it was the same Tommy Hawk that, you know, defended himself rightfully. So I was on team Tommy Hawk uh, when that viral video came out of him fighting a couple people um but yeah i think it was the same guy that beat johnny or girl we don't know uh oh, spfs yeah, right. why, why our watch party isn't with the against the blues it's because it's scheduling <laughs> we had to find a day that worked in with the venue as well so not all of them can can have watch parties against every blues game so this one's against yeah, calgary 
It'd also be great if you didn't show up either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you guys was going to be like, all right, take Chicago mascots out of it. Johnny, I mean, you could still fight Tommy Hawk if you want. Which mascot would you want to fight? Ooh, like across all sports? Across all sports. It could be even out of sports because I had my answer is non-sports related. Yours is non-sports related. I would probably want to, f- like, probably fight the um, natural predators mascot. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That guy sucks. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck that guy. Dougie, you got one. Philadelphia Philly, uh, the uh, fanatic yeah, Phillies guy. Yeah, the fanatic. the fanatic. He's a classic one. Oh yeah. Yep. Right up the nose. No, I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna fight Mr. Met, and I'm gonna take Mrs. Met. <laughs> I one hundred percent. I that's the one I thought you were gonna say. I, I I thought you were gonna fight. You know, like I challenge you to a duel for Mrs. Met. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Met in a pole match. <laughs> Johnny, you got anybody? Johnny, who are you fighting? Yeah, because since uh, SPF is in here, whatever mascot the St. Louis Blues have, we don't even know. They, they're they're so yeah, shitty. We don't, we don't know. They can't the afford them. They can't afford them. Yeah, or something. Or, or, yeah, yeah. probably just fate. one big crock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, grimace is my answer. I want to fight grimace. I've always wanted to fight grimace. He looks the like a punching bag. I'm a I'm a hamburger guy and uh, a Mayor McCheese guy. Grimace is the worst. So I want to fight grimace. Me too. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, two more. Uh, this last one, um, actually, Jeff Bartlett bummed him, so spoiler alert for that. But it was uh, the Carolina owner um, throwing drinks at a uh, at fans, basically. My my favorite part of that video was the guy standing up, like challenging the fight, the owner of the team. I was like. Bro, like, okay, even if you want to fight him, he fucking owns everything. He's going to, like, just have you thrown out. Like, you you can't square up against the owner of the franchise and be, like, get security on him. Like, he, the security's going to throw him out. I thought of something about this because it was a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I want to see this owner versus the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which, by the way, is Tony Khan, which, by the way, has a wrestling company. Make it Friend of the program. Friend of yes. the program, Tony yeah. Khan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our good, my yes, good friend, friend Tony. Tony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the one thing that like I didn't like understand about the video and I watched a bunch of times, it didn't even seem like the Jacksonville fans were like talking shit to him or anything. You know, it seemed like unless there was a whole altercation that we missed, they were like focused at the game. And then all of a sudden they probably got doused with whatever he was drinking, you know, probably something really fruity or something. But, you know, and then because the dude like immediately stands up on his chair and like is like in the box, you know, like basically yelling at the dude like I want to see what happened before or was this unprovoked, you know, Missy has the right that this was going to be my take. That's the same. That's the same line I was thinking. As soon as he throws that drink, you got to <laughs> pretend like you slip on a banana peel. You, 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 you gotta do, you know, like you gotta do one of these a soccer dive holding your neck and your shin at the same time. Like you got to play it off for as much money as you can. So that's what that guy stood up and started standing on seats, trying to fight him. That was the wrong play. My man, as soon as you get a little bit of ice in your face, you hit the ground. 
and you act like you got shot in the face with a 45. <laughs> nice intolerant. Yeah. The thing like the finger poke of doom in wrestling. Like yes, it, yeah. exactly. Who's the wrestler that wears the neck brace all the time? Rod Roderick yeah. Strong. Yeah. yeah, Roddy Strong. I'd be wearing a neck brace for four months, or I mean four years, like just <laughs> straight through. Wait until that check clears, and then as soon as it as soon as it clears, you're like, all right, guys. Yeah. Like, and then I get up like because you're doing like, business with you. Then I get up like Kevin Nash in the cast in the wheelchair, like it's a fake cast, yeah. and I get up. <laughs> yeah. All right, one all right, last video, one... one last viral video. I saw this. This was a crazy ass video. It's a little longer. Um, do you guys know who Ian Ziering is? Well, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. He is Steve from from Beverly Hills 90210. He got okay. into a scuffle with what I first saw as a motorcycle gang. That's the, and that was the headline. And I was like, holy shit. And then you see this video. And I'm not sure you could call them either motorcycles or gangs. But these are the people he was fighting. I, I love how, like, the guy, like, tried to run him over, and it basically just, like, doink. It's like, they're, they're like, what am I going to do to someone, don't even man. know how to fight. Gonna, like, like, there, was, like, over? there was, like, five or six of them, and they were missing the whole time. I'm pretty sure one or two of them were ladies, too. Like, it, it was, like, one, those little bikes. I, I might buy my son one for Christmas. Like, what, what are you guys riding in the middle of the streets? <laughs> And then two, the, if the you're wheel a, went right between his legs, yeah, he's like he just stood up, like what the hell? And then like he's fighting like four or five of them at a time. Credit to him, man, he held them all off. Yep. You know, like you you turn around, you take a swing. If you're fighting with helmets, fuck you. That was dumb. Like take your helmets off, like hockey. Yeah. You know, you got to really That's throw what I'm down. Saying. Yeah, first thing yeah. you got to do is pop that goddamn helmet off and start going. But but yeah, credit, dude. I, my only take was credit to Steve from 90210. Like he, you know, held his he own. His ground. Yeah, he started his ground. Yeah. You could actually probably pick up one of those bikes and just like smash one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know Joey P says Sharknado, but it'd be bike bike NATO, I guess. And this that's true. It is, yeah. He's uh, famous from Sharknado nowadays. Um, but yeah, like that was a uh, I, I saw that yesterday and I was like, what in the hell? There's another alternate video where I guess his wife and daughter, 12-year-old daughter, were in the car. And they were like, you know, shooken up and kind of scared. But like, you should be proud of your dad. Like, he held his own against four or five. I don't even, I was about to say four or five tough guys, but it was maybe two, three tough guys, and then two angry ladies, and then another short guy with like a mini bike. I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, man. That's some good videos, Peter. Yeah, keep them coming. Let's, yeah. I like, I like doing this as a monthly, you know, every couple of weeks we pop out some videos. It's, Good stuff. I like doing the commentary. It reminds, like I told you, it reminds me of Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. for modern times. All right. Oh, yeah. And the start the bums. First bums of the week, of the year. 
first bummer. For, yeah, first bummer. I don't know. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. You call me a bum, my man. I t I take that with pride, with honor, that I'm a bum. I'm the king of the bums, baby. Cause you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. Bum. <laughs> king of the bums, baby. Shout out, uh, shout out, Eddie Kingston. We get, we had a, uh, we had a, a wrestling watch party at your house, Jason, and uh, immediately our friend Manny is like, "You look like Eddie Kingston." And then when he come out, he comes out with the "I'm the king of the bums." I'm like, "This is too perfect." <laughs> the king of the bums, baby. All right, let's get to our uh, listener. What a bum and MVBs first before we get to our own. So, Peter gets it up. First up is Jeff Bartlett, uh, MVB. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper for signing off in the Bears-Panthers trade last March. Gave the Bears all that good stuff. Yep, 100% agree with you. We talked about that earlier. And bum also for him throwing a drink at the fan, which, yep, we just showed. So, good stuff. All right, next, uh, Spags. The NFL refs are my bum of the year. Oh, oops. That was still too far there. And uh, MVBs are Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Yep, they – you know, it's funny that DJ Moore actually got drug tested for that game. I mean, he's having a career year. He he broke all uh, records. Uh, obviously, he's had some very bad quarterbacks in Carolina, but you know, you 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 break your own personal yards, receptions, and touchdown records, you're probably going to get drug tested. You know, uh, it was funny. I actually had a tweet queued up where I was going to say 100% DJ Moore is getting drug tested after this game, and I was almost going to hit send, and then he, I they showed him going into the blue medical tent. So I like I deleted it and I was like, ah, oh, okay, I don't want to I don't want to tweet that if he's if he's hurt. And then it turns out he actually did get drug tested after that game. I was <laughs> like, I should have sent that tweet like five <laughs> minutes early. Yeah. And he was good. Like he, he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, next up. Uh Bruhan Luke, MVB Bo. Yep. I put that up there. Early. I I mean, yeah, congrats, I guess, Oregon. There. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we, 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 we talk college football once a year. So you, you, we, we allotted that time already, Luke. <laughs> uh, tap city, baby. Uh, MVB fields. Yep. Play a great game. Bums. Lucas Patrick. Uh, yep. He'll probably be bummed next week too. Just like I we said earlier in the bears talk, get him off the fucking team. He's got to be like the first, one of the first people cut after the I season's over. I like this one because now we're getting into future bums, like predicting bums. And he's like, Lucas Patrick's going to be a bum next week. Let's just put it on the put it on the record now. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Missy MVB Society as a whole for starting their fitness journeys on the second and not today. Yep. No one counts the first. Uh, Jim has been peaceful. I'm glad we all got our priorities straight. And now we have to go to her bum. I got the videos uh, queued up here, Peter. Uh, she's bumming her friend uh, Cassie for um, taking her shoes off at the bar. And we have the two videos here that we're going to for uh, submit as evidence. My feet were already. Put <laughs> <laughs> your feet And. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't stop your fucking feet on the fucking table. <laughs> Here, here, right there, right there. Right there. Still, right there. I was still in some of the greatest fucking tweets of pictures. Straight to jail. jail. Straight to jail. 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 <laughs> jail. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing your stink ass feet on the on in public. That's crazy. 
and in restaurants too, man. Like that's that table. Bars Somebody restaurants. Can... There's health codes. Imagine There's... someone orders a round of nachos for the table, and we got freaking Cassie's Hanes socks on the floor. No, no deal. Like I hope I hope she never has a service industry job because I don't want to know what shortcuts or hygienics she's got going on backstage that I can't see at my table, man. But I at that point I'd rather have someone have no shoes on a plane than have no shoes on at a on a bar at a table at a bar or a restaurant. See, like I understand, you know, like being a female is tough and, and heels and all those type of platforms and things like I like my feet would be hurting too. But if that's the case, you got to go like Mr. Rogers and you show up to a bar with your heels and then you got a pair of Keds that you switch on to like Mr. Rogers. Like you can't just be going, you know, raw dog and feet on tables. Just no deal. Oh, my God. Uh, Missy says uh, she went to a concert and casino shoeless. She's in like this, she, this, this might not require she, like yeah. what's the even point of wearing shoes at this point? If You're just fled Flintstone everywhere. <laughs> Opens the car to break, puts her foot out the window, put out the door to stop. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, okay. Go back to let's get back to the to the uh bums and MVBs. Uh Aaron 630 whiskey says MVB, me and Sarah for being cool dude and having us over for the new bum bar. Thank you. And Dan Campbell for not just for not going for an OT. Yes. Dan Campbell was going to be one of my um, MVBs of the of the week as well because him not going for it on two won me a bottle of stag. So um, I did a little gambling this weekend, and uh, with the score ending the way it did, I won me a new bottle of of stag. So it was a strip card, right? Like strip yep. cards, but instead of money, you win bottles. That's a yes, a good concept. Yes. So um, I had the number nine and. I was like, there's no chance in hell I'm ever getting this with the way the score was going. And I was like, well, if they score, Dan Campbell's just crazy enough to go for it to put a two-point conversion instead of tying it. And he they went for it, they missed it, and I won. So shout out to Dan Campbell. Love that guy. That was crazy. Right, I mean, the Lions got hosed on that like yeah. ineligible receiver downfield, the touching thing. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna feel bad for them. I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like. They're lovable losers. Like they, they're okay. They're still a division rival. I like to see their pain and misery. Bob Pants, you know, friend of the program, Bob. He's been in the comments on Instagram, you know, chirping us about the Tigers and Lions being better than the Sox and Bears. I want to see him miserable. So I was happy that that happened. Yep. <laughs> Knocking down a peg. Uh, finally, Mailman Jack. Uh, his bum is what it passes for a tomato in the winter. Yeah, that does not look. Uh... It does not look like an appealing yeah. tomato to me. It doesn't. It doesn't look like an appealing salad. Everything about that. I don't know what that. Yeah, was. I know. I wanna, we gotta, talk, we gotta talk to Jack if that was homemade or if that was at a restaurant because that's a pretty not good cut piece of pickle as well. Um, yeah, the, the lettuce is, uh, doesn't seem like the crisp. Looks like the lettuce. looks like the Firefest meal you get. Um, Firefest. <laughs> yeah, the Firefest. That's the, that's the yeah. Firefest salad. Uh, uh MVB, no days off tamales ladies outside your local uh laundromat. We don't deserve those where yeah. Shout out to the tamales doing God's work. Shout out to tamales in general. That's probably a big reason why I'm running the marathon this year, is because I want ham on Christmas and Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Uh tamales for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So yeah. 
All right. Let's get to our let's get to our stuff now, guys. Oop. All right. Johnny, you're back. Kick us off. What do you got? Well, I was going to MVB the Carolina Panthers, but obviously I saw that Jeff uh, pretty much uh, put that out there. So I'm going to go – it's going to be like a – I'm going to go a different route here. And it's, you know, obviously I've been gone for a month. Um, You know, I have my reasons why. Um, But for the people that – not to get too much sentimental or uh, on all this and all that, but I appreciate that I have – a lot of people in my life that I, that, that love me, that, that support me, that, you know, when I'm going through a lot of stuff, um, they're there for me. Um, so, um, you guys are the MVBs that are always there for me. Um, when, you know, I might be down or I might be out and all that. Um, you know, there, it was a lot of stuff that I was going through. And, um, like I said, I, I got nothing but love for the people who, who know what, what I've been dealing with and all that. So I do appreciate all you guys, uh, for the love and support. So again, thank you for everything, um, on that. Um, now my, my, uh, what a bum, um, Peter, can you please, cause you know what? I, I've been gone for, for, hold on, before I even go to this, like I, I've been gone for, for, for over a month and, and all that. And, you know, I've been watching the shows. Like I've, I've been on the, you know, I've been looking at you guys. Sometimes I don't check because I, I want you guys to know that, you know, I'm sneaking, I'm, I'm looking at what you guys are saying, you know, and, and all that. So um, it's been a month and actually this is something that happened uh, the last podcast. One sixty three, you know, titled "Bah Humbug." Peter, can you please play uh, the video that you know we got talking about? So, Peter, did you did you bow better than than Johnny when he was talking trash to us that he was professional bowler, but he's drinking? (laughs) I I don't remember uh, like what Johnny posted on Twitter. I don't know what his final score was. I'm sure it was better than one thirty one. But it wasn't so much better than 131 that I don't think I could beat Johnny in a bowling game if I even bowl once or twice in a month. Like, so there, I'm gonna put that challenge out there. Juanito's not here to defend himself. We're gonna have to wait till January for that. But I'll bring it up. I'm gonna challenge Johnny to a, a bowling match. I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good challenge, man, because he was hyping up his skills, and then when he posted the pictures, it was. I had three old fashions already. Like, well, well we yeah, didn't tell you to drink booze. old fashions. Yeah, he we blamed you the booze. kept on hyping up your score, and then you're trying to blame the low score on the alcohol, man. We didn't tell you to drink. We didn't force the alcohol down your throat. Yeah, he's see, in the, he's com- in the he's comments in the count. now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Juanito's back to defend himself on this whole segment. So. Um, Jason, I'm going to start off with you first. You said that, you know, that I, I was uh, hyping myself up with the skills that I, that I had three old fashions and whatnot that I said I was blaming on, uh, on the drinking. Okay. Um, I never once said I was blaming anything. I, the, I, I had some, a, a friend in a group chat that I, that I'm with, they needed somebody to come, uh, uh sub in. They're, they're, they're in a league. So I told him that I love bowling and he was like, Hey, you want to come in? And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, I, for a couple of weeks, I was going to slightly toasted. I, we talked about this before slightly toasted is a huge, uh, bourbon bar. Um, 
I can like I I can't highly recommend it enough. It's it's a great bar to go to if you love bourbon. And I was going with Jared. Jared, shout out Jared. He he works in that building, and I was I was hanging out with them. So I was drinking bourbons with them, and I told them like I got to take it easy because uh, I got to go I got to go bowling with these guys. Um, I never once in any of the tweets whatsoever said that I was blaming on the drinking. I I all I said was all I said was. Is that do I do you guys think after drinking two uh it was like two to three old fashions that I could bowl over 150? Now some people supported me, some people said go fuck yourself, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Um I did not that night hit 150. I hit a 131. Peter, you actually were right. I was at 131 when I hit that. I think that was the exact same thing I think you hit as well, yeah. too. On this bowling uh, uh, game that you went to uh, last uh, uh, last week or two weeks ago, two weekends ago. Um, and then now you had the ball to say that you could beat me, that you want to challenge me. You're kicking somebody down when I'm not even there to, 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 to defend myself. Hold on. I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking because I've been gone for a month. So this is my time now. It's been a month long. It's my time. This is Johnny's time, okay? You want to challenge me in bowling, regardless of sober or drinking, you're on. You name the place. It could be It could be around your area or it could be around my area. But if you want to challenge me when it comes to bowling, I'm on. And you know what? I even have it even one step further, too. We're talking about contact. You, We got to bring our videos up. Let's fucking record this. Let's make this. Let's make, yeah. let's make this fucking real. You anybody that wants to be on this in this fucking uh, who's in this chat currently right now, or we could put this out there and uh, in the in the Twitter universe. Bring them on. Bring people. You want to bring a crowd? You want to see how, how I'm going to do it? I will personally. If you want to talk bowling, this is something I've been going on for years. I love bowling. You know that I've been I've actually been in bowling leagues. You're on. I'm game. When, when, and where? Let's do this. We could record it. We could do anything. I'm down. All right. One, guys, I love I'm it. Here. One, I'm in. Two, I think we've all talked about it. We had, I had that meme out there about like what type of baseball fan we all are, and like Jason's the hothead, and and Dougie Fresh is is like the forever, you know, like optimistic guy. And then I was right there in the middle, and it was like I could have made that catch. It's the same reason why I kicked that field goal, where it's like I could have, I could have kicked that field goal. Yeah, maybe the hubris gets the best of me, but I'm not gonna back down from a challenge. So you're on. And then the other thing was like, I know it's your time, and we're all happy you're back. Believe me, everyone is happy you're back. And you're, I was this close because people forget. I control the show. <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm the one running the show. So, so, so I can do what I want. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We are happy he's back. We are going to figure this out. And we are going to film this. I'm going to show up in a purple velour suit. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? John, uh, Jonathan Totoro. Totoro. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to make it content. We said that was one of I, I want to, I want to, uh, I'm looking at the tweets right now for the, or the text message chain. Um, Johnny, you're, the old fashions kicked in so much that if you would try to remember, you were trying to do a tweet poll and you 
took you like three tries to do it because you were so I drunk. Was, yeah, I do. I do. I'm having typos. Like, do, wait a minute, I need to delete that. I need to delete that pull again and do it again. I, you know what? I do remember that. I was fucked. It literally took me the third game to finally like be sober. I have no idea how I got that sober. I started pounding waters. Uh, once I got to the bowling alley, um, I, I do remember that I kept on fucking deleting tweets because I'm just like I kept on fucking up. So yeah, I, yeah, you know, I like I said, it, it was it, it was um, I knew I had to go bowling that that night, and I also had that same thing where I was going to meet up Jared as well too for for a couple drinks. So I I told him like, hey, I got to go bowling, so I don't want to do too much. But when you got two, three, you know, treat uh, bourbons going into you, man, it's. It, it's all like you know blurry so i don't know even how i had that 131 as well too i i mean i could have easily you know both like 15 and i you know i'd have been like wow I'm, that, that's impressive right. but so no the challenge we, we, we'll definitely yeah we'll definitely um we got to set it up and whoever wants to show up on that that, that day as well too uh we'll record it but um challenge accepted all right, all right. Peter versus Johnny in a bully. I Is it going to be one game or best two out of three? No, it'll be, it'll it'll be two out of three. You can't just yeah, do two out of three. It's yeah, two out of three. three. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Do, I like it. Do, do you have your own ball and shoes? I do have my own ball. I do have my own ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have go. a rose in it. Is no, it, I do. I do. I, I do love that that ball though. I do. I've, I've been thinking about buying that one too. No, I have. I have my own bowling ball. Peter, do you think we can get you sponsored by Trojan before? I don't know. I'm going to show up like or, Pete Weber or somebody. I, I, I'm going to go all in. Like, I don't even like like, like the, the wraparound sunglasses, but I'll wear that. I'll wear the bowling shirt. I'm going all in for this. Do they make bowling? Like, I know they make Jordans for golf. Do they make Jordans for bowling? Mm, good question. I, I don't know. I'm looking up. All right. Dougie, you're up next. <laughs> All right. Uh, my MVB is going to be, even though I'm not a big fan of Michigan, Michigan for beating Nick Satan. Um, I that hate a good, that good guy with a passion. Nick, Nick Satan? <laughs> Nick Satan. Yes. Oh, that's actually pretty <laughs> that, is, that is what I call him. Yeah, he, does, okay. he doesn't get his uh, true title. Yeah, no, I, I, I cannot stand that guy. Ever since I uh, saw him in that one championship game screaming at that kid, or whatever, like in his face or whatever, because he wasn't making money and shit like that. So, fuck him forever. Um, yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good game, good back and forth, whatever. But uh, yeah, I like how it ended. So, um, and then uh, MVB switching it up from a couple weeks ago. Uh, NFL shop and fanatics um, when they screwed me over on my dad's Dick Buckus thing. Uh, after Bears games, they send out a ten dollar. Um, like if your team wins, like coupon type thing. Well, they had a, it, it had to be a mistake because they had a $95 uh, Bears polo uh, on sale in my size for uh, 23 bucks shipped. And with the $10 coupon, it came out to 13.75. So wow, thank you to them. That's the second time that I've seen them screw up something pretty major. Uh, they did a Bears jersey earlier this year. Um, so they keep on fucking up, please. MVB. Uh, bum. Bum of the week goes out to Florida State. Uh, you know, and I understand that there are both sides of this story. Okay. 15, to, I think it was like 15, between 15 and 17 of their starters opted out of the game, didn't want to play. And I understand that they didn't want to play because they didn't, you know, they feel like they were slighted on the whole college playoffs and everything like that. And I, I totally agree with them, but I don't agree with what they did. Okay, because 
if the way everything went down and okay, say Georgia wins that game or whatever against Alabama, that would have been the matchup. It would have been Georgia versus Florida State in that game in that game for the college playoffs. So essentially that is the college playoff game. So if they would have went out there with their starters and proved that they went ahead and beat Georgia, they would have just hammered home their point even more that they should have been in it. But instead, 15 to 17 players or so sat out and they didn't play. And it was an absolute bad game. It was terrible. What was it like 63 to three or something like that? I mean, it was, it was so, it was fucking embarrassing. So, you know what? Fuck them. They're bums. Uh, you know, Swole probably ain't going to love it, but you know what? They're bums for sitting out because you know what? They could have went and been men and proved their fucking point and went ahead and fucking won the game or at least gave it their best shot against Georgia, but they didn't. They fucking sat down and they were being little fucking crybabies. So bums of the week. All right. I like it. I don't, I don't disagree. All right. Um, Peter, I'm going to go next here. Uh, my MVB is Devin Hester for making the finals again for NFL Hall of Fame. So hopefully this is the year he gets in. Get him in. Everybody. Get him in. Yeah. We got to get him in. Um, he's got some stuff, stiff competition this year with some of those other entries. But uh, hopefully this is the year he gets in. I'd love to see Hester uh, get that nod. So uh, oh, yeah. T's and P's. Um, my bum of the week, uh, first one of the year. For the Bears game yesterday, those are, I don't know who it was, but the announcers for the who called the people who called the game. We got the that JV was squad. that was yeah. I mean, they just it, it, you said, Peter, you said it in the pre-show. It sounded like the guy just got the interns to call that game, and the fact that one of the most idiotic phrases ever was mentioned that Eberflus knows what he's doing, quote unquote, <laughs> that was something that should never be mentioned in the history of sports. Um, because he doesn't really know what he's doing, but apparently the color commentator said that, uh, yeah, that's it was it was just bad all around with that with that announcing. So, at uh, uh, CBS, do better with your with your squads. Oh. All right, Peter, take us home. All right, so my bum of the week was someone we talked about earlier, but it's Billy Corgan, it's Ryan Cheverini. It's Cheryl Scott. I, I mean, I think the Cheryl Scott dancing novelty wore off maybe three New Year's ago. They do this thing every year where they start the show with her and that other guy dancing all over Chicago. It stinks. They're like, you're weather people. Don't dance. Uh, but, yeah, Wizzo the Clown, that jazz. Like, they had people on NBC5 doing the cha-cha slide. Like, if I want to watch people do the cha-cha slide, I'm going to go to my cousin's quinceanera. I don't need to see it on channel. <laughs> like, I don't need to see it on channel five. So anything and everything with the Chicago land New Year's Eve celebration, be better. Because we're the third largest city in the world or in the United States. It's embarrassing at this point. I, we said we could probably do a better New Year's Eve show. We might. We might live stream New Year's Eve next year because I think we can do a better show. You're just going to case race and Dougie gets drunk and tries to eat uh, uh, donuts off a string. That was entertaining. Yeah. I saw your tweets, Dougie. That was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we might be better than the local broadcast because, uh, yeah, that was bad. So they're my bums of the week. And like I said, I might start a class action lawsuit because uh, I, 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 I got to do better with my time. I can't believe I watched that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then my MVP, I, um, I'm going to take a, a page out of uh, Roman Reigns' playbook. And all three of you guys had bum in charge. Dougie, Windy City Rebel, uh, all part of our long-going fantasy league that I won this week. So I just wanted you guys to acknowledge me, please. I am, I am happy. I am happy that you that you beat Drew. I am happy that you won. Can I say something? Sure. I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying attention. I, I, and I yeah. thank you. That's gonna my, that's gonna change next year. In my yeah. thank you speech, half of the teams in this league did not give a fuck after week four or five, um, and that might have been a reason why I did as good as I did because I didn't think I had a great team, but I won. And and I should mention, Jason, what is this year? 17, 18? 17. So year 17, and I got in like year two or three. Like I, I missed the first couple years of the league, but I've been, this is my longest running league. Um, and it's the only league I've never won. Like I've been, I was always the bridesmaid. I was like second place, third place. I went back. I think I made the playoffs more than anybody else within the last like 10 years. And I never won the championship. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I won this championship. I've, I've won all of my other leagues, dynasty leagues, hobbies league that we talk about. Every other league I've won, this is the first year I won our league. So, like I said, please acknowledge me. <laughs> I, I got some money with your name on it. <laughs> Thank you. Hell I, yeah. I will acknowledge that that was the drunkest I've ever drafted any of my teams you were, ever. You were blitzed. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember anything. Absolutely my anything. Yeah. No, my, my bad. Um, all right. That's our show for today. Two quick announcements. Number one. Next week is going to be our first ever uh, bum of the year tournament selection show. So we're going to take all of our, our what a bums from, uh, from 2023. We're going to power rank each of our top 16s and we're going to give um, our selection show. So that's going to be our show next week. Uh, so hopefully you guys will join us for, for that. And the tournament's going to kick off uh, next week as well um, after the selection show. And then finally, um, once again, January 27th, Country Club Chicago, our watch party. I'm going to be retweeting the flyer again. Uh, they asked us to uh, get, a, even though it's free, you don't have to buy tickets or anything. Just give us an RSVP that you're coming. We want to make sure that the, the upper the upper level is properly staffed and just want to make sure everyone's covered. So we want to make sure if we're going to get 50 or we're going to get 70. We don't know, but we want to make sure there's enough servers and bartenders for everyone. So um, send us a DM, comment on the flyer, just shoot us an RSVP that you're, if you're going to be there. We really appreciate that, but that's going to go out tomorrow. So January 27th, next week's selection show. Happy New Year from the bums. Everyone have a great 2024. We love you all. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Welcome back, Juanito. Yeah. Cheers. 